Hey, everybody, and welcome back. This is the Unranked Podcast, and it's our 244th episode. I am Christian Humes here, and we have a great show for you in store today. We've got a special guest, but before we get to him, let's go ahead and greet you know him, you love him, streamer extraordinaire, Tom Caswell. I'm ready for this to be over! This episode. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm so fucking exhausted. <laughs> No, ah. um, it's going to be a good week. Lots of it's going to be a great week. This is it. This is the last episode of this generation of video games. Speaking of which, Whoa. Matt Acevedo. Yo, yo, yo. Well, that's a big fucking deal. Sorry, Matt. You would finish your intro. <laughs> uh, I thought I was like, oh, I guess I am a big fucking deal. Thank you. You are, a big, deal. You <laughs> it's are a, a big fucking deal. It's a big fucking deal, Matt Acevedo's <laughs> here today. It is. Yeah. It is. I'm fired up. I, I, you know what? This is exactly what I needed, boys. Oh yeah, 100. percent 100. Yes, you just what I needed. Um, it's really funny because everything that, like, over the last few days, we, we're not going to talk about the election at times because it's, it's not over. Point, it's not <laughs> over at say? the point of re- maybe by the time you're hearing this, like it is, but it's yeah. not over as we're recording it. But over the last few days, everything that I thought like I would struggle with to like do or like participate in has actually like been something that has helped and like i've like felt better about like going to work i really was like this is gonna suck but then i was like oh it's a good distraction it's yeah. keeping me busy and like recording tonight first i was like we have to record during all this but fuck it man i get it dude Hell yeah. new, game, it. new games new consoles like it's time to get it, it got real busy dude it mm-hmm. got real real busy out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually awesome, glad dude. we have Matt here because I'm just going to say this up front. I mean, I know we're going to talk about the Pokemon in a second, but I didn't get a chance to play much in the last week or two. As people that have been listening have known, I've been basically just doing home repair. Well, not even repair, just like housework at our new place yeah. for the last like month or two, which has gotten in the way of playing games a lot. So I have very little to say about that. And I know, Tom, that Matt has probably played more video games than anyone I know during this quarantine. So he has plenty of games he could talk about. Good. Guys, I've gotten through so many JRPGs that I would have wow. never otherwise. You also wow. just started playing JRPGs because you were burning through every other game that existed. So It's true. It was, it's true. You were like, well, I finished everything else, so what are the like 80-hour games I could play? Yeah. You're yeah, a bad man. Um, all right, let's just hop into it. It's our 244th Pokemon. We are just a handful left. It's a dirty Seven dog. weeks left in the second season of the Unranked Podcast and the second generation of Pokemon for us to talk about. It's Entei. Oh, wow. This is a great episode to be a part of, guys. It is a great episode to be a part of. Entei's Big deal dope. Poke. Big deal yeah. poke. I think he's ultimately my favorite of the three. I think that the fact that he's the star of the last Pokemon movie I went to the cinemas to watch. Pokemon the third was, movie. Pokemon the third movie, which is, yeah, that would have been the last one that I went to go see in theaters. I honestly don't think that the next one even was in American theaters. I don't think by so. That, by that point, Pokemon hadn't died down, but it wasn't the kind of, like, prime, like, you know, it wasn't yeah. at the heights that it was when the first three movies came out, and especially the first movie. So I, ha- I have a special place in my heart for, for this one. Um, I also think that he might tie with Raikou for the coolest of the three legendary dogs in terms of looks. No way, man. It's Suicune. Suicune? I, I don't like it, man. Oh, I, don't I love like Suicune. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Tom. Raikou's dope, man. What? 
No, yeah. I, Raikou is very cool. Um, but Entei and Suicune, I would say, are I, I prefer. Uh, I they're mean, all cool. They're all unique. They're all cool. Entei can can telepathically communicate with humans, as we've seen in Pokemon the Third Movie. I honestly cannot remember a single second of Pokemon the Third Movie, and not like at least. Like, I remember, I obviously remember one very well, and then I remember 2000 pretty well as well. But, yeah, with Lugia yeah. and the yeah, ancient new card. I really don't know what, what any, any, you could, you could lie and tell me. We oh, just this rewatched happened. it. Uh, no, no, I'm talking about Pokemon the third movie. Oh. Yeah, I'm talking about that one. You could lie to me and be like, oh, Entei, like, fucking mounts Jesse. It, and, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Why is that where you went to? I, I just saying you could lie uh, to that extent and uh, I'd believe you. This one actually, the third movie dealt with the unknown and the unknown held the clue to uh, finding Entei uh, and it gets like into kind of like the end. Of, it's like, I think it's really like end of the, like into the world-esque, dimension-esque at the end. I can't quite remember the ending but I think it was the first movie to really go like balls to the wall. Like two was on its way there, but I don't think it really went that far as three did. Here's a really interesting fact about Entei, and this is one of those facts where I'm like, how did anyone even figure this out? Uh, in gold, in gold, silver, and crystal, playing Entei's cry in the Pokedex, then switching to Suicune or Raikou before the cry ends causes a distortion in the cries of Suicune or Raikou. Suicune. 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 Suicune, yeah. Who the fuck is here, like, doing this shit? Who's hitting that cry button in the Pokedex enough to discover this, you know? It's um, a good anyway. question. I that imagine all those things, question. they happen, it's, it's all happenstance. Um, the, uh, like, there was that, that fish that plays Pokemon that just recently found a glitch in the original Pokemon that, like, duplicates one of the rocks in a cave, mm -hmm. but just... Uh doing random patterns of walking around because the fish was playing the game. Like, no what? one had ever discovered this, you know? It's like 20-plus years later. Yeah, just, you know how Twitch plays Pokemon? There's been this fish that's been playing Pokemon forever. They just put a camera up to it, and, like, wherever the fish swims in the bowl, yeah, you it don't triggers know about a fish button press. Pokemon. I, uh, this is, uh, you know, Pokemon is for everybody. Honestly, everything. this, <laughs> this honestly, I think, goes everybody. back, like, to our first season of Unranked because that was when Twitch plays Pokemon was happening. It was in, like, 2016, and I'm pretty sure the fish launched not long after that. It was like after the first like. Couple Is it the of same places. fish? Probably not. <laughs> I was could be. Say. Could be. It could, it could be theoretically. Um, so Entei's a fire dog, lion, wolf thing. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's weird because I was reading about like the the origins of like its creation and what it's based on, and yeah. I'm like. This is the second of the two dogs that is actually based on a cat. <laughs> like it's the like their designs well, are more like cat like. That's the thing that I was talking about last time is like in in Asia especially like it, I think it comes from China is where they first came from. I could be wrong about this, but whenever you see like you'll see them at like um like a Chinese restaurant, they have the Chinese lions, but they also kind of look like dogs. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. sort of like they're a mythological creature. And that's what that's kind of where these come from. Now the cool thing about Entei is that it was brought, it was created by Ho-Oh mm -hmm. at oh, the, oh, the yeah. Brass Tower. Because oh, that's it was, right. It was engulfed in flames, and it revived a Pokemon that perished at the tower, creating Entei. So it's a little bit like a Moltres kind of situation, like born in, from ash, except as a dog instead of as a phoenix, like a firebird. So I think that's pretty cool. 
That's very cool. That Ho-Oh, do you think Ho-Oh is like the ultimate legendary? It has so much power and like the in in, in the grand scheme of like Pokemon, the hit's influence is pretty massive, right? I mean Arceus. No, the not God like, Pokemon that creates right. all Pokemon. But I'm saying like it's a direct impact to like Ash Ketchum and the world uh, around him. I think I don't know. Maybe I'm yeah, just crazy. Maybe, maybe because he's the Rainbow Hero. It's the first one that he saw. Yeah, it's possible. That is possible. I, I mean, Celebi. I think I think you could you could probably make strong arguments for Mew, for Celebi, and for Ho as being the three most influential legendaries. I on mean, Ash. crap, dude. I think we just got to do a UFC episode about that. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll, we could do a, a UFC Pokemon legendary. Have you guys episode. have yeah. you guys done any pokes in UFC so far? Pikachu. We have Pikachu, been Pikachu. Been and Ash Ash almost won the first season, but he did lose um, in his Ash fashion. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seven, eight, eight seasons of <laughs> UFC later, he'll he'll, he'll make win. his yeah. comeback. That's right. Final. He'll finally yeah. win. Look, he might generation. come back in the bucket. He might come back in the bucket. He gets it, you know, and he might win it in the eight seasons. Chris, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> let's 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 talk about what what's been going on with everybody this last week. Uh, other than the thing that's made all of us so tired, um, I, I have very little to talk about. So I'm just gonna get mine out of the way. Because I basically, we did a lot more painting this week. We only have two rooms and like half of a bathroom left to paint. Um, but I just got my workbench. So now I've got my saw. I'm about to start fucking making stuff. I've got over here, I've got. Um, this what are you cute, making? Well, I'm making a cat bathroom, is the first one of the first things that I'm making. I've got, so in my garage, so when you walk into my house, there's a set of stairs. There's a there's my room and that my office that I'm in right now, and then there's a set of stairs that go up to the rest of the house because it's kind of it's tall like a townhouse. This is just Chris's Animal Crossing house, by the way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just my Animal Crossing <laughs> house. But we have the garage. That's what like where the other rooms would be in the house. It's it's the garage on the first floor. So the stairs go over the garage, and in the garage under the stairs, there's sort of like this pocket. It's like four by six feet that you could use for like storage. But since it has like the slant, it's not even very good for that anyway. So I realized we don't have a great place for the cat litter box in the first place. And it makes some noise because we have the robotic cat litter box and like kind of tracks, you know, whatever room it's in. There's always kind of like some litter tracked in it. So I'm building a cat bathroom. I'm framing it out, sealing it off and putting a door in so I can put the litter box in there. And then the wall on the inside of my house where the staircase is, I'm going to cut a cat door into. So then they're going to have their own dedicated room. I'm going to put down some like cheap tile on the floor so that it looks like a bathroom and then paint the inside <laughs> just because why not why not <laughs> hey man some of the dude new skills to learn not 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 the not the worst idea in the world the other thing i'm gonna do and since i'm i'm almost done actually in here like getting everything set up because i just got um like arms for my monitors is uh i got this like cube system over here and this is where i'm gonna keep my consoles but they don't actually fit the consoles well, and I want to actually set them up to like really house the consoles in a nice way. So I'm I'm gonna actually like take it apart a little bit. I'm gonna move the shelves so that they're offset, so they're not four cubes. It's like a tall one and a skinny one on each side. Um, so that way I can stand up the Xbox and the PS5 in them. Are you so you're gonna have your consoles in there? With you. Yeah. Yeah, and I got I got uh, two long I got two 15 foot HDMI 2.1 cables, um, so the cables can run behind it and then up over to my monitors. Um, and I'm gonna install 
like I'm going to cut out a piece and put like a USB powered fan on the top of the bottom of the things too, as well, just to make sure the airflow is like great in there so that they can't, you know, Overheat get hot. But the cool yeah. the thing that I'm really going to do to make it look great is I'm going to, on the Xbox shelf, I'm going to paint the interior like the Xbox green color. And on the PlayStation shelf, I'm going to make it the PlayStation blue color. I'm going to do red for the Nintendo one. And then for my Lego NES, I'm going to have the perfect spot. I'm going to do like a Lego yellow. And then the other ones will have just like other things of mine in them. And I'll keep them white. So it should be a nice little display case. So those are the first two things that I'm going to be cutting and making. Christening. Uh, Very cool. Yeah. I love that. I've been watching a lot of woodworking YouTube channels. (laughs) Fucking awesome. I'm getting into it, man. You gonna make puzzle boxes? Cross, Hell yeah. you know, cross, cross the streams on that one. I hope so. It'd be great. Yeah. Um, I have. Uh, well, ha- last week was Halloween, so we did uh, a little Halloween stream. Me and Brooke. Oh we my were, god! Last week was Halloween. That's was. insane, dude. That's that's insane. <laughs> Saturday, right? Saturday. Yeah. So. Wow, yeah. that's real. Brooke and I were uh, Nadia, <laughs> Nadia and Laszlo from you great, Holding dude. the Shadows. Yeah, the costumes came. We've been wanting to do this one for a few years at this point, and it was just like really funny because I was like, "Well, those characters just kind of sit on the couch most of the show, so <laughs> it's kind of perfect for quarantine." So yeah, we had it. We had a lot of fun. We were playing spooky games on stream, which was great. Um, and then we watched this movie called Class Action Park. Do you know about this one? Oh, I haven't watched it yet, but I do no. know. Yeah. So for you, for, for you, Matt, um, Action Park was this theme park, water park, opened in Jersey in like the mid 80s and basically like was open for like nearly 20 years, but like multiple people died or got severely injured there because it was basically... No engineers were consulted for the construction of it. Um, and it, like, basically got sued into the ground over the years. Uh, hence the term class action park. But it's this thing, that's this place that's kind of gone down in infamy. And it's funny because the documentary, which is on HBO, uh, I think it may be a Max exclusive, so you need to have Max for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it features, like, comedians and actors in it but it's kind of like the michael jordan documentary where barack obama was like called like former chicago resident or whatever like all of them are like former park guest park employee (laughs) but it's like these actors and comedians that we knew that just kind of grew up in the jersey like new york area yeah Yeah. which Um, i'll tell you tom as someone who grew up on long island when we used to go to adventureland i'm sure that you knew about absolutely when people would be like oh i'm worried about i don't want to like die on that people would say like oh it's not action park like (laughs) like that was a thing (laughs) i would have heard yeah it it seems to have been i mean the documentary suddenly gives the idea that if you were a kid living in the tri-state area you knew about action park and you would simultaneously be terrified to go but also like have the best time of your life if you didn't get injured yeah because it's like schlitterbahn for people that live in texas now like this oh schlitterbahn's dope Dude, there's this, like, I won't ruin it for you, but there's a description. There's a description for, like, one of the rides, which was, like, this tube that just, like, you just, like, is almost like a straight drop. And then it's it's a perfectly enclosed tube. And then it has a loop, and then they shoot, shoot out the other. <laughs> There's side. a loop. That's, that's a loop. what happened at no! Slitterbond. That's what and, happened at Slitterbond. The kid and, got decapitated. And that's one guy. What happened. One guy, one, they, they like consulted like a, uh, in, the, in the documentary, they consulted like a, um, like a, a, a space, a NASA engineer. And he was like, there are two places on planet Earth where you can experience nine Gs. 
One is the testing room at NASA headquarters. The other is at Action Park. And what? this ride, so it never... That's the, amazing. The, the, <laughs> there was always these what rumors like it was never really open because they always shut it down. When they were testing it, the guy who ran, ran Action Park was just giving park employees for all these kids $100 bills to go test it. And the first few testers would like go through and they'd, like, they'd be banged up and like they'd be bleeding in the mouth and stuff. And then the more testers that went through would have these cuts. And they were like, where are, these, where are, they, getting, where are they getting these cuts oh. from? And they looked in the, pi- in the loop, because you just go through the loop and just could be like ping-ponged through it. They looked, they opened up the pipe, uh, sorry, the loop, and embedded in, mm. the, in the pipe was kids' teeth. Oh, my their God. teeth had been knocked out. And so now there were just teeth all in this loop. And so when kids would get through, they just get cut on these teeth. Um, so, that's even more. That's like I thought it was going to be like a piece of something was sticking out. No, or no, no, that's, no. That's it's far more horrifying. Gruesome. And you know the 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 documentary at points gets kind of bleak because it showed like you know kids died here, and it shows kind of you know this perspective of the the families that lost their children because they just thought that ch- children would go after a theme park, and then the next thing they know, that kid's in a coma, and then two days later he he dies. It's crazy. And, and That's so insane. It, it gets really heavy. Um, and, you know, but it, overall, it, you know, kind of has like, dude, this was whack. Like, how the fuck was this open? So I, I heavily recommend that one. And then I watched. It, um, is it mm-hmm. still there? Dude, it's like, it, you know how like there's abandoned theme parks? Are there still remnants of it there? So I don't want to spoil what happens, I guess, okay. if you want to go check it out. But basically, the, the park is now like owned by another corporation and they removed a lot of the rides and now it's actually i think owned by one of the former park employees and it's like a it's a little bit more chill <laughs> but uh, seriously go go watch the documentary and it kind of you know it propels you back it's it's one of those really great docs that like is all about like culture like for children in the 80s and 90s so it you know if you need a little nostalgia boost right now this is a great one uh, that sounds and, great Brooklyn, yeah, and it's on HBO, HBO Max for those that want to see it. And then the other thing that Brooke and I have been watching, which we kind of cut off the moment the election hit because we couldn't take watching any more of it and dealing with all the election stuff, uh, we watched The Vow, which is... Wait, did you not watch My Hero? The movie? Well, no, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, oh my gosh, Yeah, you can get it now. Heroes Rising. Now. Yeah. 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 I, I was going to do the VR one because there was like a... You could get to buy yeah. a ticket to like watch it in a VR headset. I just didn't get around to seeing it but uh i think brooke and i actually have just one more episode in the last season oh yeah you should just do that and then um anyway uh the vow so this is about the nexium uh uh, sex ring that like ali mack was a part of we talked about this a little bit like a couple months ago yeah dan and i talked about it it's it's super fucked up oh and that guy just got sentenced to like 120 years in prison he did. He did. Which is good because you know that it kind of ends with them getting justice. But it's this bizarre documentary because it's shot by this documentary filmmaker who is a part of the kind of broader, um, you know, uh, business. And he was shooting basically a documentary that was meant to be like, look how cool it is. And then as he was shooting that, it transitioned into, oh, my God, we've uncovered this terrible deep seated thing about it. And so all of the stuff is like happening in real time. And it's just so intense because it's not even like 
looking back on it, it's like happening as they're trying to take down the company. But this is this is like the most exhausting week in recent history, and you're like, let's get our minds off this and watch <laughs> watch a lighthearted well, romp was, like so Class we, we, Action uh, Park and The Vow. Well, we, 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 we started watching it like before the actual election kicked off, and it was just this thing of like Brooke was looking for something to put on in the background, and she loves like true crime and all this stuff. So... Um, she just kind of put it on to watch it in the background and then it just was so well made that I just couldn't take my eyes off of it and so I had work to do and I was like the first episode I was half paying attention to and I was like please don't start the next episode I want to watch the rest of it because they it's just very interestingly shot and I feel like documentaries kind of have gotten stale in the way that they're made and shot and this one while it does retain a lot of the kind of um standard filmmaking techniques for a modern documentary there's a lot of really interesting elements added there and the way that it depicts that they do this stuff with like um the whole cult has these sashes and depending on the sash you have depend is like the you know what level and you know like a belt in karate or whatever and they do these like interesting like interstitials where like it's the sashes like waving and entangling and like like they're it's just very interestingly edited and it's like this mood piece but they use it when they're describing when the people are describing like them realizing that they've been manipulated and like their emotional response to everything um so i'd go recommend watching that once things have settled down maybe when you're feeling a little bit because we kind of stopped the moment election i hear i was like all right we're pausing the vow until shit's back to normal (laughs) well that sounds I mean, it sounds bonkers, so definitely have to it, check that out. It's, it's intense, and um, I, I think it helps that you know that there's kind of like retribution, like some of these other documentaries that have come out in the last few years. Like, you don't know. Like They're like, okay, well, now make up your mind as to what really happened. But here it's like, no, we know like this guy is a piece of shit, and we, he's in jail for the rest of his life. So I think that helps a little bit. Um, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's very good if, if you feel like in the mood for something like that. And yeah, yeah, so that that's all the stuff I've really <laughs> been watching, doing, been playing. Oh, been playing games. Um, well, let's. Uh, what have you been doing, Matt? <laughs> yeah, Matt, what have you been up to? Buddy? Yo, I. Uh, you know what? It, for me, I I've been reading a lot. I I mean, I would read comic books weekly, and right now I'm really into uh, a lot of great stuff. I think if you're reading um, Hickman's X Men run right now, they're doing the Swords of X event right now, which is basically the. Dragon Ball Z tur- Universal Tournament, but with X-Men, and it's fucking awesome. I think it's That's great. Awesome. It's super anime. That does sound awesome. Everyone, like, they, there's, like, 12 champions, and I think it's 12. Maybe it's 11. What's the but name anyway. of it? No, it's 10. There's 10, because it's X of Swords, so there's 10. Sorry, there, it's, oh, it's X uh, of Swords. Gotcha. Yeah, so there's, like, 10 champions uh, from Morocco and from, you know, the, uh, Krakoa, and they're fighting. It's, like, it's like freaking uh, Apocalypse's children are fighting in this tournament against, like, the, the mutants. Uh, in this world from made by Saturnine uh, and each like mutant has to go get this crazy sword. So like the buildup is like been every issue. It's like one, one mutant is like getting their swords. Like Wolverine has to go to like hell and like get this sword from his old, like Ronin master. And like, no, he he gets like a full on, he gets like a, I think it's silver samurai is like, or not silver samurai. It's his like master sword, but like silver, Mm. it's, it's crazy. Uh, and like, it's just a lot of fun, dude. It's like it's is a this really written good read. by Hickman. Yeah, still okay. Yeah, cool. it's, it's, awesome. it's part. Uh, it's it's actually it's right now it's like an event on every single t- 
title. X Men. So it's like everyone is. But is the main is the main X of Swords like main issues? They're Hickman. The yeah, they're the Stasis, and then like the yeah, those those ones are Hickman. Like those, I believe, are Hickman. Because Uh, I I I liked the X Men reboot, but I kind of only really I'm one of those. I just think like Hickman like sets up his worlds and like the shit that he fucking plans, and he's so intimately aware of all of the details of it that he writes it so well. And then when other writers try to write around it, it just doesn't work as well. Like yeah. when his Avengers run was happening and all right. the Avengers stuff, and he wrote, was writing secret war, all a lot of the other side comics just didn't hit because like they were not as plugged into it as he was. And he's such a detailed world building writer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All the notes. I love the pages that just have notes like, about a specific mechanic of Krakoa and stuff like yeah. that. Like yeah. he he gets into like if you have a question, there's probably an answer that he wrote. You know what I mean? That's how detailed I would, it is. I would recommend anyone who likes huge like world building things, likes something like Game of Thrones when it was in its prime, and yeah. is looking for comics. Read anything that John Hickman has written. Hundred uh, percent. And and he's written a lot of he's written a lot of things that don't have so much like background and lore tied to it. Like he, you know he's written for obviously Avengers, X Men, Fantastic Four. But uh, there's a really great comic called East of West, which is a I image need comic. to read East of West still. I still need to do that one. I mean, if you like Hickman stuff, it's some of his best work. Yeah. So. I'm good. I mean, to, I'm glad to. I'm glad to hear Exo Swords is good, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, and then I finished uh, uh, Jeff Johns. Uh, he, he did the Three Jokers event, which I won't get into spoiler right, territory, yeah. but I know people are divisive on it. Um, without spoilers, I, I I like I like it. I like the I like the the bold choices that artists take. I you know I, our writers take. I people might not like it, and that's fine. I totally understand that. But I appreciate like the doubling down on things. Uh, I'm curious to see how that's going to affect the Batman universe. Um, and I guess I, my, I have one more recommendation. I'm reading a lot of stuff. But I'll you, hit you with my Rex. Um, there's a new <laughs> title right now. I think anything Donny Cates is writing right now is is a lot of fun. He's done. He, if you haven't read the reboot of Venom that he did, it like finally made me care about Eddie Brock. Uh, and we're finally getting the big Noel event coming, uh, which is Noel is like the 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 king of symbiotes basically. Um, and it's going to be this massive event. Uh, and his Thor run that he just started is fantastic, where Thor is the the becomes uh, Galactus's herald of thunder, so he like replaces Silver Surfer. Um, uh, it, it's awesome, and then he has a new book that just came out this week from Image uh, that's called uh, Crossover that looks to be very promising. Um, it's essentially Donny Cates' take of like what if in our world, like like one day the comic books literally came out of the comic book and are like Ooh. bubbled in like Colorado, and it's like this. It's it's really really cool and like fascinating. That. And there's even going to be there's been talks and promises of like actual comic book characters like just showing up somehow uh, from cool. all all multi all everything which I is like that. so that's going to be really fun so check that out. I have, I have yeah. a question for you, um, Matt. Uh, as someone you know, I'm a huge comic book fan and I'm always very tangentially aware of everything that's going on in the worlds of a lot of the characters. And there are times where I find myself like months straight cool i'm dedicating time to reading comics and i'm up to date and you know that was happening when hickman was writing avengers because i just was so compelled by it 
what is, do you have tips and tricks? Because I would lo- I, I'm behind on so much stuff, and it's just so daunting because I want to read everything. Spider Man is the one thing that I always I'm like I have because I yeah. I've read every I've literally read every single published issue of Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, dating back to that's like what like eight hundred fifty now eight hundred yeah nearly nine hundred issues of comics, yeah. and I am like well I can't not you know read this stuff. I'm so behind now. I do have like Marvel Unlimited, but still it's so overwhelming. Do you have any like tips or tricks for people who are like trying to get into the comics or like have fallen out of it of like how to keep up? Yeah, there's a couple of things I, I think. Like so you're asking like how to keep up with it. Um I, I don't blame you if you fall off of a title. Like say that there's a story arc that isn't drawing you. I think that if that's the case, just wait wait till it's finished. Um and you can read those recaps on like comicbook.com and stuff like that like people will recap those for you pretty nicely so if you're if you're not feeling something you i would say you don't have to pick it up just go get the recap you'll get the gist of it um and then you can try again with the next arc kind of a thing and if you're uh you know uh, i would say try to like pick up on just stay on the ones that you really love like i'm also a spider-man person who will pick up every single issue of amazing spider-man um, I, 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 Nick Spencer's finally, it's finally built up to this, the reveal of a kindred who is this new villain in the Sp- amazing Spider-Man who we, we found out who it is. I won't say who it is. Please um, don't. Cause I'm still like so behind on that. Oh, I've dude. Been waiting. I'm like, who can it be? Because like, I'm like literally every time. So kindred, I guess is like this character that's like from hell and he has an intimate tie to Peter. And every time that you think you know who it is. They're like, oh, we're going to show you that that's not who this is. So I'm really curious as to yeah, man. who Kindred is. So I'm, it, I'm excited to find Spencer's run that. is built to this. So it's very exciting right now. Um, yeah. uh, so definitely check that out. But I would say, like, you know, it's okay to not to fall off. Um, and I honestly think, I think Marvel does a good job with their recaps. For some reason, DC doesn't put, like, a little paragraph recap in, like, their titles for some reason. Um, but also, like, it's okay to wait for trades, too, like, like, you know, you're not falling behind that much. Uh, if there's something you really love, you can wait for the trade uh, or find, like, read the recap and then just jump back in. You'll get like you'll you'll get I think comics do a pretty good job of like kind of putting you right back into it. Like without without if I, you miss an issue, they can catch you up real quick. So that, that's my take on it. Like like if you if you don't like it, you can stop. You can come, always come back. There'll always be a way to reintroduce yourself into it. I, I like the fact that it seems, at least on the Marvel end, I'm not, and this is just from like, I'm just don't really read DC, so I don't know what how they're handling it. But obviously, comics have this issue with like, well, every time we reset to a number one, it boosts our sales. So, right. and comic comics are such a hard thing to make a profit on. So it's like, well, why not reset? And for obviously, for years they were just resetting numbers like every year. Yeah, man. And recently, they've I think they found like an interesting thing where. They're not resetting numbers, but they're making it very clear when a new arc starts and when it ends. So you know, like, okay, if I'm going to jump in, now's the time. But it's not like starting with a whole new number one. So uh, I think it seems Marvel, at least, is kind of continuing that. They started that a few years ago. And so, yeah, you know, I love comics, man. And having so- I like, the I will never get... The second Matt brought comics up, I was like, oh, Tom never gets to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never, I never talk about them, and it's just, it's just because I just don't, haven't kept up with them. Like I just yeah. don't, and, and the I, rest of us don't really read them. So to like, me, one, it was like once, I double down on month, them. I will deca- of once quarantine. a month, yeah. once a month, I will dedicate like an hour or two to just running through whatever I'm interested in. But God, I remember the end of college. I think it helped when. I had like a local comic book store very close to me and I was very tight with the owners. So it was kind of like, 
I have to keep buying comics to help him stay in business kind of deal. Yeah. So I was doing, I was spending like 200 bucks a month on pull lists. I was reading everything. Yeah. And you I know, did I, that I, for I, months and months. I, my pull list got so fat, Tom, because <laughs> lately, because I think because of that weird lull with the beginning of COVID, now it's like they were rushing to get everything out. All these cos- big, big events happened kind of like at once. So like my pull list got freaking stacked dude and i'm like when's this gonna like empire came out almost weekly and except for like issue like five you know what i mean like uh and and like i was just like and they're they're upping the price on them too like all these events and like if there's like a big issue and like spider-man something it's like five dollars and like six dollars still i get physical wow i get physical storing these right right there in that closet i got comic (laughs) boxes and they actually fit really perfectly you fill up. You can fill up a long box so quickly. It's I know, insane. man. I know. Um, but well, I love comics, man. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, comics, yeah. I think anyone could jump in, and don't be afraid to like, you know, either look up the writer, uh, you know, who might be great. Look up or just like look up a synopsis, and then dive back in, man. I would heavily recommend if anyone is looking to jump into comics or anything like that. Literally anything Image puts out, you really can't go wrong. And True. the great thing about Image runs is that they end. There's very few image comics. I think the longest running image comic is Walking Dead, and that ended. And that ended. And so... <laughs> you want to know the one comic I've kept up with? Go ahead. Star Wars Dr. Afra. Oh, Dr. Afra is a great... Is that still running? Universe. I thought that was like a limited run. Well, play. but I mean, it's like the only thing recently that I've read. Sure, like the last sure. thing uh, that I read before that was A lot like of the Star Wars books criminals. are really solid. A lot of the yeah. Star Wars books are really solid. And Dr. Afra is so... I fucking love Dr. Afra. I wish that's a character Did you that read I the Vader run, though? Did you read like the Vader action. stuff that like set I did. her up? Yeah. Yeah. I, I read some Dude, of limited all Vader, the Vader stuff. Books. Yeah. Both, I think there's been like two runs of Vader comics, and they've both been phenomenal. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Afro Afro is a great character. I never ended up reading Super her cool. run, but I want to see her in uh, television or like yeah. you know if she showed up in, Ma- in Mando. Oh my god, could you imagine? Awesome. Yeah, I guess she would. Awesome. I guess timeline wise, that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mando. Oh yeah, I guess Mandalorian episode one came out. Yo, that was Ooh. sick. <laughs> it was let's, so good. Let's do a spoiler talk in the post show for that. Okay. Okay. I like. Um, <laughs> I I played one game this week, Tom, and you mm-hmm. won't believe it. I played local video games. With right. Matt Acevedo. That's right. Co-op. So I, local. Local. Co-op. We played local Smash Brothers. He came over. I have my rooftop. We're able to socially distance. I set the TV up. He sat all the way on one end of the couch. I sat all the way, which is yeah. like a big L couch. So it was, we, were, we were probably like 12 feet apart. Uh, and it we was outside awesome. On the roof. So I brought was, my, my pro controller. Uh, like yeah. a pro, professional Smash Bros. player. Yeah, I had my, I had my GameCube <laughs> controller. Um, man, Minecraft Steve is is a fucking trip that is a weird character we could not figure out what the hell you're supposed to do with him um he both feels very simple and kind of like an animal crossing character meets like pikmin because yeah. he like there's like a collecting function where you're like collecting blocks and then you can go to your tool chest and like if you collect as you collect blocks almost like picking up pikmin um or kind of like cloud when you're like getting your exp meter to charge You'll you'll see like the different stones, and then you get to like the the, the metal, and then you get to like diamond. And like once you get to diamond, then if you go to the workbench, you'll get a diamond sword instead of getting like a metal sword or like a. So you get better weapons, but we couldn't totally figure out how to use the character. I, I, it was <laughs> we so trippy, so trippy, dude. It was so trippy. Even it's like up B, 
uh, you know, it's up be special was so like, hard it was to weird control. Jetpack. Like, yeah, it was, yeah. It was like, wild. What the heck, dude? It was wild. But he gets like this big TNT thing. The minecart is like a total troll move. It's very like Wario's bike. Uh, it was fun as hell. But I will say, and it's really the the most obvious thing in the world. Not putting squad strike, which is easily the best mode in that game in the online, it's the dumbest thing they've ever done to Super Smash Brothers. Because we played a few matches of squad strike, and that's the one where we each pick five characters, and once one of your guys gets knocked out, it just switches to your next character. So it's like a it's like a nonstop tag team match. It's so sick. You just put random on, and we play a single match, and you each get to use five different characters. It's so much friggin' fun. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. I, I I would love to see a pro, like like Steve in a professional setting. I don't think this this character is meant to be played professionally, but I would love to see a professional player use this character. Be wild. Yeah, be real wild. Yeah, um, I'm so behind on Smash characters. You gotta try I, it. I, I haven't tried Min Min. Like I, I love. Tried I actually Min-Min. really like Min Min. Yeah, Min 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 Min's cool. Yeah, Min Min's good. Matt's pretty good with Min Min. Surprisingly, because yeah. she plays. I I played a lot of Arms when it came out, and it plays like you're playing in Arms, like <laughs> like. It's trippy, it's trippy. Uh, but did you guys? Anyone else playing Pikmin three? <laughs> no, nope. Just Cannot you, say that I am. Just you. Well, man, it's it's Pikmin. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. How does it look? How does it run? Because it didn't run amazingly on the Wii U. Yeah. Um. I think it looks and runs well. I still. I think the lack of the 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 Wii pad, the Wii U pad. Um. Mm-hmm. It, I think it definitely shows. Like it doesn't feel. Like it feels not as intuitive as yeah, it, you don't have the well, touch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but mm. it's still a really good time. Um, I wish there was a bit more clarity. Like I wish control, like controls were a little easier. Um, but it's a real fun like strategy game. Uh, it's really cute, and it's not too long. It's only like I think the game is only like twenty days. You could be in like twenty days in the game, which is like probably like ten hours, right? Mm. But uh, I'm enjoying it. This is actually the first Pikmin game I played. Uh, I'm really enjoying that. Another game I'm playing right now too is is Part Time UFO. Oh, I love that game. It's so surprising. It's oh, so I love simple. that game. That's such a good game. Yeah. Wait, where are you playing that? On my Switch. Oh, I played it on my phone like a couple years ago, I think. Oh, what? Yeah, I didn't I'm, know it came out. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. No, no, I think you're right. It came out mobile it. first, but this game, Tom, this game is like. On co-op, mm-hmm. it's really fun. It, yeah. it's, it reminds me of, like, snipper clips a little bit. Like, the chaos element with, like, trying to work with a partner to get, like, these things stacked. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It's 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 easy. It's simple. Oh, and it's, it's kind of addicting. Yeah. Shit, I might rebuy that for Switch then to play with T. I played that on my phone, like, at least a year ago. Probably two years ago. I loved that. That was, like, one of the last phone games I played that I got really into. It's like that and Grindstone. That was a good game. Grindstone was great. Buy that. If it... I could see how that would be Snipper Clips asking co-op. That sounds great. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Um, I've played quite a few games this week. I'll briefly go over them. Uh, the first one, let's start with the one that has the most, uh, is like the embargo will lift once this episode is up. Uh, I've been playing Fuser, which is oh, Harmonix's yeah. new game. And uh, the the review, I'm going to have a very quick video review because there's not much to say. You know, it's a rhythm game. Like it's rhythm. it is what it's it is. not even a rhythm game. It's like a, I mean, you're making music, right? It's it, like it's it's a rhythm game because timing <laughs> ti- timing is so. It, it is a you, yeah, it's a remix game, right? So you take 
you know, the bass track of one song, mix it with the beats of another, mix it with the vocals of another. If anyone's played Drop Mix, which is that card yeah, game. It's so fun. It's it's an it's basically removing the kind of need to buy cards and buy yeah. the board and putting it in a video game. But the cool thing about it that I think makes it elevates it, I love Drop Mix so much. But Drop Mix is, is an actual card game. Like you gotta think, I need to play this card and then this card, right? There's none of that happening. Because it's literally just mixing songs, yeah. But the timing is the thing. Mm. So you need playing, uh, playing songs on the beat, playing songs uh, and tracks when is it's called a pickup beat. Like literally, like you know, you can play something on the beat, but is it the best beat to hit? You know, uh, playing things at the right time and stuff is a huge part of the game. And then on top of that, so you know, you're at a DJ at a festival. On top of that, you have requests from the audience that are like okay you've got 10 seconds this person wants you to play some country music wants to throw you know throw a little country in there right and so you've got to balance that you've got to balance uh changing it up all the time because if you leave some of the tracks in too long and don't change up the mix your rating goes down you have uh goals that you need to hit like have uh latino music play for 10 beats or something and it's the thing that really kept me kind of like sane because I just kind of got sucked into the game uh, over the last few days. And literally, I'll, I've spent hours just playing mixes. And no mix sounds bad. Like you can, right. And you can change the tempo and key as well. So like you can literally throw like Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley, like the vocals of that with like uh, Lady Marmalade's fucking like beat and bass and you know and like rock your body's like piano piece like it's insane that's very reminiscent of just their free play and drop mix like right. I, I, I like their, the harmonics is great i like it's honestly i think it's pretty pretty goddamn genius dude like how they drop make this work awesome, so yeah. well and they modulate keys to make it fit and stuff like that it's it's so well done and i mean you know when uh when drop mix came out we had a hyper rpg party that it was like a Halloween party, and we literally, the music, we literally just put drop mix out with a bunch of yeah. cards, and people were just mixing all night for fun, yep. and it sounded awesome. That, Tom there loves awesome. drop mix. I, I love drop mix. I have a near complete set of cards as well, and I have a lot of the like event exclusives. So I have the Mighty Morphin Power. I, I have that soundtrack. one too. I have the G.I. Joe soundtrack one. Yeah. I have the Doctor Who theme card. Um, yeah, I mean, by the time that you complete the campaign, which I did in the last, like, literally, because I just blazed through it, by the time you complete the campaign, which basically acts as a tutorial for the freestyle of, like, slowly introducing different concepts of what, like, happens in, a, in mixing music, by the time that's done, other than being limited to a certain track list, there is nothing that you cannot do in this game that professional DJs cannot do with their sets. Wow. You wow, could yeah. plug this in. If I was at a fucking DJ booth at a bar, if that happened, you know, if we were doing that, right, and it's still existing, I could set up this and play, and people would have no idea. If I was good at it, right, like, you know, like, if I did a good job mixing, um, you could set this up and people wouldn't know. Like, there, there are effects pedals that you can throw on, so there's, like, a stutter effect where it causes the music to go, you know, like, stutter. But it, you yeah. can change the pitch of that like it's it's insane the stuff that you can add and do in this game so if you're a rhythm game fan i think it's one of the best rhythm games that's been released in a long time and i think it's how much i love drop mix but it, you're restricted right because you have the board and the cards 
in terms of exclusively video game stuff, this is the best rhythm game since Rock Band. Hands down. Ooh, that's oh, a big that's, statement. Yeah, that's, that's huge, a big man. statement. Wow. This is a hot take. Hot take wow. for a hot I, I, Tom. I, as well. <laughs> I think when people get their hands on it, though, I think people, I think this has a lot of longevity. I'm really excited to when more people get hands on with it and multiplayer opens up because there's battles you can do that I haven't oh, been wow. able to do yet because the multiplayer isn't up. So I just hope people pick it up and I would love to, if anyone listening is is picking it up to, to do some battles and stuff. Um, it comes out November 10th, which is the same launch day as Xbox. So I'm a little worried that it's going to get lost in all of the next gen stuff. That's a, that's a weird day to launch that. I, I, mm. They're doing a big push, <laughs> And I it's think. the same day Apple's announcing their computers. It's going to be, like, the biggest news they've had since they introduced, like, a new product line. Yeah, I know. Wow. It's, 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 it's a busy day. It's unfortunate that it's coming out. I think this would have done great. It's weird because I think it would have done great when there was less happening. But I also think with, like, the holidays coming up, like, it's right. kind of a really good game for that. Um, they're probably you're right. They're probably gearing up just to have it out for like a Black Friday for Christmas. And they're you know? doing they're doing stuff like this upcoming weekend with like Doctor, uh, not Doctor Lupo. Some fucking DJ is gonna like be playing the game and like battling people online and stuff. So as long as they can like, prom- I think if it catches in the live stream thing, it's going to be like a mainstay of live streams for a while. In the same way that like those karaoke games were, my sing or whatever the fuck that singing game was. I just wonder like. Is DMCA going to be a problem because these mm. are all oh, songs? Yeah, maybe because they're mixing, it won't be. I don't know how that works, but I want to stream it at some point. But I'm very concerned about like rights issues and shit like that. Um, anyway, yeah. So, wow. Fuser worth picking up. Um, you were going to say something, Chris? Sorry. No, no. I was just agreeing. Um, Talk about yeah. the news. Unless uh, oh no, you have something else. I have a, I have a couple of a couple yeah, of other yeah. things. I played some Dirt Five, which is the new racing game, which is kind of another launch title for the Series X. You can play it on older consoles, but it's a big racing game for, um, you know, a big a big launch game for the new console. Yeah, and a lot of fun. I'm not a huge racing game fan. I find them to be fine, but it's an arcadey game. So I actually like was really into it, and there's a lot of Kind of like Halo with Forge, there's a lot of like, you know, homemade maps and racing tracks that you can make. And so I was just finding myself like wasting time playing those. So I would recommend checking it out if you're into like racing games and stuff, um, especially with like new consoles, because it will support 120 frames per second on next gen consoles. So this is something that is going to be like a showcase of what next gen is going to all be about. Did you, guys, uh, mm-hmm. did you guys end up playing the Animal Crossing Halloween event? I didn't. No. It's, it was, I mean, it was pretty cute, but it's also like, <laughs> you know, it's pretty, pretty limited. Like, it, you know, it's, you kind of run through it pretty quick, like all Animal Crossing events. But the best part was saying you, you, after doing some like give candy and giving lollipops to Jack, who's the star of Halloween, you get like his pumpkin head. Uh, and you can wear it and run around and talk to your villagers as him. And they're like, oh, no, it's Jack. And like, Please don't scare me. And I thought that was really cute. But, uh, I mean, outside of that, it's pretty, you know, it's just pretty standard. Uh, it's funny with Animal Crossing, I, I was playing it a lot in my old apartment because my roommate was playing it a lot. Yeah. So we were upkeeping an island together. And then the moment that that wasn't happening, I just. Well, and eventually I, new games came out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 It's right. like. 
and big games, games you played a ton of is the thing. Obviously, people super, you know, still super into Animal Crossing. Yeah. uh, But even casual people seem to be coming back to it when there's a big event. And as much as I did surprisingly enjoy it way more than I thought I would, there's been nothing. I just don't think I'm coming back to it. The, the, Probably not. It, I think that's okay. Time in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. That's totally so okay. Games. It's like I only put 150 hours into it. <laughs> I guess. I guess I'm done. Yeah. I guess I'm done with the game now. Uh, a couple <laughs> other games I played. I played Ghost Runner, which is this new first per. It's the cyberpunk game. Hasn't that this been is out? out? Not no for the like the last two weeks. I maybe it came out before last week, but it hasn't it been in, out for that. Maybe long. there was an open beta or something. I just remember I could have sworn I remember hearing about this and seeing. About I it for talked a while. about playing the demo at PAX East because I played the demo no, at PAX I've, East I've in seen, February. I mean, maybe I've just seen articles about it before then. It's a really dope indie game, but it doesn't look indie. It looks fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, it is a. I should get this. It's Mirror's Edge style. So it's a parkour game. You have a sword. You're a cybernetic ninja for all intents and purposes. And it's one hit, one kill. And that's for you against the enemies and the enemies against you. So if they shoot you, one hit, you're dead. If you slice them, one hit, they're dead. But it's ostensibly a puzzle game where you have to climb a tower, kind of like Judge Dredd, where there's like a thousand levels or whatever, and you have to make your way up it. So you're free running, I love and that you reference. will die. You will fucking yeah. <laughs> die over and over again. But that's the idea, because you're slowly figuring out what the paths that are available to you. Like, okay, I can free along against this wall. I can grapple here. And it adds elements of like, okay, now there are enemies that have automatic weapons. So it's not just like a wind-up pistol, because the pistol guys are pretty easy. They shoot. You can kind of figure out how long they have to shoot again, and you can time it that way. But then, oh, shit, someone has a machine gun. So it's like, I can't, you know, I have to keep moving or whatever. So it's kind of like a puzzle game. So um, I would check. I would recommend people go check it out. It's ha- it's like 30 bucks. So it's not yeah. in full price. I'll probably check um, it out. And if you're if you're dying for cyberpunk, there's that. I also downloaded Teardown, which is um, a pu- another puzzle game. That's but a it's voxel a, game, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, That's it looks kind of Minecrafty. Well, I hope that they... It's an early access right now, and I totally understand why, because it's a physics-based game. And (laughs) so basically the idea is, is you've got to... You work for this, like, shady, like, company where you have to, like, steal corporate secrets and, like, do all these things. Yeah. But the the idea is, is you... you, It's completely demolishable, this world that you're in. And some of it is, uh, like, timing. Like, so if you steal something... Uh, there'll like be three things you have to steal, and once you steal one of them, you have sixty seconds to steal them all. Oh, so sweet! You have to, you kind of have to like demolish parts of the map and like build a path so you can do the whole run in sixty seconds. You kind of have to watch it. It kind of looks like some of the ray tracing Minecraft stuff that you've seen. It's it's very cool. It's a lot of fun. The physics are really impressive. Uh, hopefully, they work out some of the kinks because it's so. Like the particle physics are so impressive that even on my beefy rig, running it in like medium settings at 1080, which any other game is hitting like 144 frames per second, no problem consistently. There was this part where I had to demolish an entire house because I had to destroy like the vault, the vault or whatever that was in it. And I was like, oh, I'll just take this big like tanker ship and just plow through the house that was on this kind of juddy thing. Mm. And the moment I hit the house and it was trying to like render all the particle physics of the entire house crumbling at once, 
I got down to 10 frames per second on the wow. level. And wow, then I, dude. And then I wasn't, because it's keeping them generated in the background, no matter what I did, the entire rest of the level, I was stuck at that frame count. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't even, like, running this at 4K with, like, crazy graphic settings either. And it's Minecrafty. It's all blocky stuff, so it's not, you know. But it's I cool, checked, and it's, it's fun. Not, it's, it's not coming to Xbox. I, I'm sure I they confused it with the Xbox announcement. It was at like Gamescom. That's when it was announced. Mm, gotcha. So I remember watching. I remember watching that video. Um, it's it's voxel. I'm pretty sure it's voxel based, just like oh, Minecraft, right, sure. which is why it's all cubes. Which I think is also why it like fucks up your system. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it was it was not running very very well. So I'd recommend so. go people go check that out. And then the last last thing I want to talk about, and this is very brief. Uh, it's this thing. It's called the Backbone. This is for video people, but this is the Backbone controller. This is an iOS controller. It's got a bunch of people behind it, like Nate Shot and Mr. Beast, like, fucking yeah. did the shit. I actually talked with the creator of this as well. It's ingenious, and it is the controller Apple always should have made. Sure. Um, and so it's very easy to slot in. They designed it so that it takes three seconds or less to actually... Is my phone the right way? It takes three seconds or less to put it together. Um, oh. It's iOS only right now, but it feels as comfortable as a regular controller. The Razer Kishi, which I have here, which is for Android, this is not as well made. And this is by Razer. This is like the fucking... Yeah. These are the kings of fucking gaming hardware. The only thing that this Kishi oh, has... no mad cats. <laughs> the only thing that the Kishi has over this is the thumbsticks are like regular controller grade in terms of how they feel and the uh, travel this is more joy-con level ooh, of springy yeah. but the triggers are amazing and the face buttons are awesome but the ingenious thing is is it's not just a controller it's an app at the same time so there's the backbone app that um you can't really see but basically it imports uh, all of your games. So there's actually like menus and stuff. Damn. So you can kind of see here. Uh, it creates shortcuts so you can launch your games just from that UI so you don't have to go through the app folders. It also has a dedicated capture button. That's cool as hell. So you can do that. And it has a sharing and like video editor all built yeah. into it. That's awesome. And the dope wow. thing is, is when you open up a game. It turns the phone into a console. Exactly. It, like it actually has like an actual Xbox Live level, like this beats game center yeah <laughs> in yeah in way what? you know mm -hmm, go ahead what's the what's the name of this product i'm literally it's gonna look backbone. it up right now so if you go to playbackbone.com um it's there you have to order you ha you can download the app and that's how you order one and they've designed it in the way that it's meant to be like shoe drops this, so they this, have uh, it reminds the look of it reminds me of the satisfy controller for switch i like uh, which i really like you know i don't know that one Oh, that, that's like my, my. I think that's my. That's my preference for. It has a headphone extension. jack in it as well. So if you have regular headphones, you can plug in and use it with that as well. It charges via USB C. You don't need to be charging it. You know, it doesn't run on battery. It's and it's also like they've gotten the latency down and the power consumption down. This thing actually takes less power than if you plugged in AirPods. Um, it's about half the amount of power it consumes, so it doesn't even take up that much power to run. Wow! And yet, when you wow. open a game. 
when you open a game and you press, it has a dedicated backbone button, which actually flashes red when you're recording. So you can see, oh, I'm recording something. Um, when you press the backbone button in a game, it adds it automatically to the library. And it has like custom backgrounds for each of the games that it, I oh guess it's pulling God. from the app store. That's sick. This and is sick. The only thing I, I wonder is, mm-hmm. will it ever, is it compatible with, is it going to be compatible with uh, xCloud when that happens? So oh, they, they've tested it with Amazon Luna, which is a cloud ba- which is a yeah. browser-based thing, and it works flawlessly. So if X- Obviously, game- you're not going to be able to use like the interface stuff. But- right. You're not going to be able to use the interface stuff, but it, it acts. iOS is registering this like it's a PS4 or Xbox controller. Yeah. And that's why all the Microsoft integrations- needs to just buy that then. They should just like someone or make their <laughs> own version, because I would love to have one that would just work with Game Pass like that with its own How- interface. Yeah. How does I it mean, work? It uh, mm-hmm. Are you putting it into the dock with the with your like case on, like an iPhone case? I don't have a case on my phone, but there is clearance absolutely for a case here. Uh, nice. The back bar on the back here is pretty flexible, so I think if you even if you had like a thicker case, you probably couldn't put like a heavy duty auto box on here. But it's pretty flexible in terms of like sizing and and everything. And um, the only other thing I was going to say before we can move on is that um, the reason that it's able to do things like have a dedicated capture button and have a dedicated app button is kind of interesting because it's hardware and you're intently plugging it, you know, you're plugging your phone into this thing. So there's actually way less restrictions when it comes to like hardware integration with with the phone than there are software. So hmm. there are things that this app can do that no other kind of gaming app can do because it's not just the software, it's the hardware as well. Yeah. And so he was talking to me when they were developing. He's like, we're able to build a dedicated capture button. We're able to build a dedicated app button that just brings you to the app because we've built this hardware at the same time. And so, you know, I don't think it's going to make me like be a iOS gamer, nope. you know, on the reg. But I will say that... I have found myself, even outside of just wanting to test it for like review purposes, just being like, oh, let me boot up Sword of Ditto as a game that I'm playing right now that's running on this. Um, or that new Samurai Jack game has a mobile version which is comparable to the PC. Um, so, yeah, I mean, go check it out. I was very pleasantly surprised, both with the hardware and the software. I don't know about you, Tom, but boy, howdy, am I going to get my hands on one of these backbones? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you got to check the uh, the drops for for it on the app, but um, I think it's a hundred bucks. Ooh. I think is the price. Oh, maybe I'll wait. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I'm just gonna keep using my Xbox controller. <laughs> I mean, I will say this: I much even with like my Elite S2, it's a much more elegant solution to have this than that and like a, a clip. Yeah, really, um, I, fo- I found the clip to be fine when I did XCloud. I, I mean, it's good. You know, it, it's if it's those thumbsticks suck, I, I I would be unhappy. I mean, it, it, they don't suck. They're just Joy-Con level. They um, suck. But I, I I think that like having something for me on either side of the screen is yeah. more comfortable than having uh, a controller. I hear uh, that a little bit more elegant. If you were, I could see that. Um, if you were someone that's like commuting, which people don't really do right mm-hmm. now. Right. But like if I'm at yeah. home and I'm playing portably on my phone, I'd probably rather use a clip and, to I use mean, a real controller. Internationally, though. Or like, just use my controller on an iPad on a stand. 
Like he, I can imagine, right. I, you know, in Japan, like you know, mobile gaming is massive in Japan. Yeah. Like massive. So like this would be a hot product, I think. Yeah. Over there too. You That's know? Well, the guy was the guy was describing it. He was saying the the idea came about because he was in college and he was like every time me and my friends came home from class not all of us had a console and there were sure. four of us in the apartment and we just come home and play Fortnite on our phones. And it's just that thing of like, Oh, those people exist. Those people that oh, like yeah. come home and play mobile games with their friends. Like those are, that's a huge market. And yeah, I just think if there's a lot of kind of gaming peripherals out there for iOS and this is by far the best one I've tested. Hmm, that's awesome. I mean, it yeah, looks man. really good. It looks very good. Looks um, clean. Anything else? We're going to the news. No news time, baby. Do it. Uh, obviously, there's gonna be no fortune today. Dan's not here. Let's get into it. It's the final episode of the generation. Next week, we are gonna have our Xboxes and our PlayStation Fives. Hard to know if we're gonna have our PlayStation Fives. I mean, we'll have them probably like by the time <laughs> we're recording next week, but we definitely won't really have Fingers any impressions um, yeah. because they're gonna come out on the day we're recording next week for that anyway. So. You'll probably hear about our Series X's. Um, what? There, there's not. Was there anything huge this week that came out, Tom, in the world of games? Just reviews for the Xbox Series X and S are here. Um, I gotta say, I'm interested. I was reading a lot of things, and a lot of people are. I'm not gonna say down on the S. I think people understand its place, but I think a lot of people are kind of like looking at it of especially now that we know that there's like 360 gigs available after all of the software and everything to, of usable storage. Well, but, I mean, it's basically equivalent to then being 500 less than the big boy because the big boy's 800. Sure. No, absolutely. You know? But they're like, well, you probably want to invest in one of the storage cards, and the price of that with an S is more than an X. Did right. you see and what I read today though about the size of the games on the s because they're about 30 smaller, percent smaller. Mm-hmm. so that also helps compensate so then it's 100 percent, but it is still you know people were like i downloaded five games and then i was done which is not you know necessarily a problem especially me here like i've got gigabit i can download a huge game in same. Like no time at all same um but i was a, a little surprised that i was really expecting when these reviews to came out for the s to be the sleeper hit and people be like get the S because it, it compromises very little and it's all, all the things it compromises on is worth it for the things that you gain. Yeah. And um, people just don't seem to be as... I just, I just really thought that it would kind of be a bigger deal. But people are excited about it. Obviously, the big problem is the problem that we all thought was going to be with these consoles is there just isn't anything exciting in terms of software that's really taking advantage of this. And all of the highlight stuff is like, you can play all your old games and the quick resume is great. The base graphic up- upgrades you're getting are great. Uh, what, uh, I don't know if you guys have looked at any of the coverage. What are you guys thinking about? Uh, I, think, about I think the S is really good for people that like, they're maybe going to get an Xbox for Game Pass, but they're still going to be Sony people. Or for people that like, mm-hmm. there's absolutely yeah. no way they were going to buy a console at $500 and they were going to wait a few years. Yeah. Um, or if you were someone that was like, Oh, maybe I'll pick up like a cheap series uh, uh, Xbox One X or something now mm-hmm. and try out the games I missed like from last gen. It's like just get the Series X. I mean, I, I was think it's one awesome. of these people. I, I I was one of these people. I think that I was going to do the S Series S when it when, when the pre-orders dropped. Um, 
And, but then after looking into Microsoft All Access and the and the like the plans that you can do, I was like, it makes more sense to me to cough up the extra ten dollars a month with no down payment, no APR after, for two years, uh, to just do the X because it comes with Game Pass. Yeah, and like I, I, it's a small fee to pay, and if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna, I'm I'm only going to do, I'm I'm not gonna because I'm gonna get Game Pass. For me, I'm gonna go the all access route. So because I'm doing that, I might as well just go for the Series X. Yeah. Because you're gonna get the better quality. I, I, you know, and this, I think the biggest thing that, um, you know, if for people, for me, I, I don't, I don't stream. I'd lo- uh, I don't have, a, I don't play PC games, but I have a lot of friends who play PC games. Um, and I think the the X is is gonna be the answer for for, uh, console users to game with PC users. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. That's Agree. why it I, definitely closes that gap, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. We'll be we're getting closer to it. And I think that's the X is going to you know perform. I mean, it's going to outperform a yeah. lot of PCs for a while just because mm-hmm. of it has no overhead. So even if you have like one of these new AMD chips, <laughs> like, and you have one of these new RTX cards, like you know you have you're still gonna there's a lot of Windows overhead stuff. That like, and that's and that's the thing for me that impresses me about these new consoles is like, you know, I'm playing some of these games that are like headlining for the the, the next generation consoles on PC, and yeah, they look great on PC, and there's a lot of bells and whistles. But man, does quick resume sound like an awesome fucking it's feature? Oh so man, sad. that is going to be oh. impossible to do on PC because yeah. of the way that Windows and all that shit yeah. works. Like, games are going to be faster and be better in a lot of ways on next generation consoles that is going to be unobtainable on pc in for a, a little bit ways. yeah it's, so. yeah. it's gonna take a bit because it's just the the bandwidth speeds for for pc and the like i mean these these consoles the series x has 16 gigs of eram like mm-hmm. you know and it's gonna be able to have higher bandwidth than most pcs are gonna have like unless you're unless you're gonna spend a couple thousand dollars and get the best of the best like unless you're about to drop like close to three grand you're not gonna like really be able to outperform a series x right now it's gonna and take it's, you a year or more and yeah yeah and there's like even you know i've got a 380 coming in the mail someday um I'm not going to be able to load games as fast. No, I'm just not going to be able to. No, even not with until this PC thing. bandwidth gets like the same as like PlayStation, right? Just so, to compensate. Yeah, and so, I'm with I'm with Chris mm-hmm. on this too about like, uh, you know, like I think the S is a great option for people who aren't trying to game a little more seriously or you know play games with like, you know, with PC people. Like it's under it's a little it's not like the the PlayStation where it's like the also, like, is if you don't have a 4K TV. Like you don't, you don't yeah. have a 4K you TV. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, well, I'm not buying a $500 console and at least like a $500 TV. Like I'm not like I'm going to spend 300 bucks now and then when I can afford it or like parents like a lot of people don't have money right now. Like there's just it's it's great there's an affordable option. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's as I'm, much yeah, money as a I'm Switch. Like you can but get if, a next gen console for the same price as a Switch. I but I will say, you know, um if you do have a 4K TV, I think it is worth spending oh, you the, get the, the extra money. If you can. And you know, people were saying like, oh, the, the the graphics, when you're playing it on a 4K set, that up-res 4K is not, is, is not only is it less than the Series X, like it's a noticeable drop. And I'm, I'm, I'm my, my most interesting test that I want to do is the Series S next to the One X. And obviously like speeds and everything going to be better on the Series S, but I am curious as to the visual quality between those two 
but yeah, if you've got a 1080p screen and you're not planning on upgrading anytime soon, or maybe you have a cheap 4K set that doesn't have HDR, doesn't have um, Dolby Vision or any of these high refresh rate modes, the Series S is yeah. definitely the way to go. But I also think the Series S looks storage. cool as hell. <laughs> it is cool. It does it look very cool. cool. It looks awesome. Yeah. Um, I have a piece of news for you guys. <laughs> so Fall Guys is getting an OnlyFans. Uh, what? <laughs> that's right. Yes. It's yes. getting a new oh, level that features perfect. only fans. Yep. Um, it's getting a new level. It's got uh, a bunch of new stuff. If you're playing on PC, they're finally going to implement the new naming system they had talked about. So you won't be Fall Guy number thing. You'll be able to like use the titles and stuff and to create like a little mini name for yourself. Um, so Fall Guys is a nice little update coming. I'm excited to have another additional level. It's not awesome. being billed as their mid-season update yet either. So uh, that means it's like a mini update. We're probably, mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll do another big mid-season update, but my guess is considering they actually used that term the last time, there will be that once again. Yeah. Um, but so that's exciting. New level. Ha- I'm always, I'm always here. For great that, name. Yeah. Great name for actually. Is it actually called OnlyFans? No, but they just said it. They call it. So they said big fans, a new level that features OnlyFans. So I guess it's called Big Fans. It looks it looks really wild, man, because it's it's like these uh, fan blades. You know, Jump Showdown, how you're on the stage uh, and the pieces fall. Right. Right. It looks like that, except instead of the pieces falling, imagine if there's only three pieces. So they're separated evenly like a fan. And there's a spinner. So the fan part spinning, the platform part, and there's a spinner. And it's just like a level of that. And you're just jumping from one to the next. It looks hard as hell. <laughs> so it's Which not going to awesome. help me get more crowns. Probably no. not. No. Damn. Damn. Not yet. Damn. Yeah. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for it. Did um, you guys see uh, any Mass Effect fans here? Any Mass Effect fans? Oh, shit. That's going to be Saturday. Yes, right. There, there was an announcement that the cast of Mass Effect is going to be doing a reunion this Saturday for N Seven Day, um, and the rumor is that they're gonna. The rumor is they're gonna announce the remaster trilogy, uh, and possibly something else, but I'm not sure. Uh, and do a Q and A. I gotta say, I don't know about Tom. I don't know how aware of this you are, but Massavedo here is from the Mass Effect Eventum podcast, he where is, they he is. They have a pretty pretty cool person on the Mass Effect Eventum podcast, Matt. I don't know if you want to. Yeah, if, if we had Mark Mir, who's Commander Shepard, on our pod, like be he played a Vorcha, uh, and he was really funny and really great, and he came on our podcast and uh, and performed. He's a season two premiere. Um, That's so awesome. like, and yeah. and I think we inspired them because Jennifer Hale is like like excited and wants to like like we might get her to come on and stuff like That's that. But well, I think this is- they're also doing a tabletop. They're doing like a one shot as the yeah, cast. Yeah, this too. is the thing. I just saw that. They did a one shot. They got the friends at the table people and I'm like, "What are you doing? You got yeah. the hyper people, you got the Mass Effect Eventum. Why are you going to why are you going to Awesome Walker? I love Awesome Walker. But why are you going to Awesome Walker? You got <laughs> Yeah, dude. What's going on there? The, you already you got Shep already on board with these guys. It's very cool though. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's Big awesome. day Saturday. Big day Saturday. Well, we were going to this is the final news. Uh we were we were going to do Extra Life this Saturday. Um yeah, fuck that. I I cannot get the mental energy to get everything planned. We're Tom sent do me it. a text this morning. He said, we're not doing it this weekend. Then he sent me the Michael Jordan fuck them kids picture. <laughs> the second half isn't true. I did send him a text about not doing it. No, we want to, we want to help the kids. And the way that we're going to do it is November 14th, Saturday. 
Um, we are going to do a 24-hour stream. We're going to do it. We're going to split responsibilities with our listeners. So me, Chris, and Dan will all be streaming at different times. Schedule TBD on when our specific slots are happening. But Alex will go, be playing. He just doesn't have a stream set up. So Alex will be playing at some point, hopefully. Fingers no, I'm sure he'll jump in with one of us, but he just doesn't have... He's not going to run a stream. Right. Um, and then if you want to watch or be a part of it... Um, you can jump into the Discord and there is a sign-up sheet and you can say, hey, this is my stream name and this is one I want to sign up. If you don't stream, please watch. We're going to be raising money for kids' uh, char uh, cancer charity. Uh, it's a local hospital here in Brooklyn. Um, uh, and uh, I'm going to announce here uh, that... Um, so I ordered two PlayStation 5s, right? Uh, in order to make sure that one of them arrived and one didn't get sure. canceled. Uh, I'm going to use that as a giveaway uh, for people that donate the second one. Um, so anyone that uh, makes a donate, the, the specifics of it all will be worked out over the next week, yeah. but that will be used as an, as an incentive to get people to give away. So if you would like to win a PlayStation 5, uh, please... Go join the Discord. Keep up to date with all of the Extra Life stuff. And let's, you know, it seems like 2020 might have a little upswing at the end of, like, good shit happening. Maybe. Like, Dodgers won. The Dodgers series, won. So I don't give a shit so about baseball, so that's awesome. Lakers won. Um, Lakers, Lakers won. Is that cool? Great. That's great. Lakers Tom's won. moving so to good. L.A. It's, it's, all, it's all great. That's not happening. Oh, okay. okay. No, Tom's, <laughs> Tom's going to stay in New Park City. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be here for a while. But yeah, so uh, let's end it with a bang. Uh, so go jump into the into the Discord uh, in the show notes, and yeah, we'll we'll do it on the 14th. But I'm not fucking doing it this Saturday. Fuck them kids. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for that. Um, let's do a quick listener mail, and then we'll go right to the game. Perfect. Uh. Got a question from Shelby Mills. Thought you all, uh, so have you thought about getting a P.O. box? I'd love saying you stuff. Sour candy for tuna and rank fortune cookie quotes. Cool, unsnack type foods. I'm sure I'm not the only one who would send stuff. Just thought I'm pretty sure I asked this first time. I ever wrote in around episode 70-ish. Um, I was just thinking, I'm pretty sure we talked about this in like early, early days as well. Uh, we talked about it in the past. I don't think back then it made sense, but maybe we will now. Um, so we'll look into it. We'll have to set up two because... We could do one in New York, and then, Tom, you could, like, send stuff to wherever or whatever, and then do one out here, just because we don't all live in the same state. Mm. No, we don't. <laughs> uh, or, on the same, or on the same coast. <laughs> so, but yeah, we can definitely look into that. Um, and I'm just going to find, uh, I want to ask this one, because that's direct to Tuna. Uh, Rogue want to know if any of us are going to pick up Age of Calamity. Because, Tom, you talked about playing the demo. Yeah, I... Uh, it just depends. There's so, there's so much coming out. I think that it's more compelling than Hyrule. When does it come what? out? December 3rd. No, no. Uh, wait, oh, is it, did they move it? I thought it was November 27th. No, Age of Calamity is December 3rd, for sure. And oh. always has been, yeah. <laughs> and well, always has been. Well, fuck me. <laughs> and always has been. I'm like some games <laughs> releasing in December. Um, yeah, no. Um, I... Maybe. I'm definitely going to be picking it up. I, I'm not a fan of Musou games. I, I don't like the Dynasty Warriors series. 
I, I've even tried several of the. I think I've played every single, attempted to play every single One Piece, uh, uh, pirate, uh, war or pirate warriors, and I, I just can't get into it. Um, but this one feels different. Um, it feels more like Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. than uh, yes, mm-hmm. than the, than in a Muso game. And the story, I think, I mean, the, and the VO and the st- cutscenes, it just adds a lot of depth to this world. And I, I'm I'm very excited to play this game, one even though I'm not I, into those ga- type of games. Specifically with the story, too, one of the things I loved in the demo is, like, it was using cutscenes that were in the flashback to the Calamity yeah. and just extending them. So it wasn't even like we're redoing all, at, like, we're kind of retconning what happened in the calamity it's like no we're taking everything that was shown to happen in the calamity in breath of the wild and we're going to be building around that and these moments that you saw in quick flashbacks and uh, in breath of the wild obviously there were these memory things that you could find and it would show like extended memories right like all of that is in the game there's just more to that and more context to all of that which excites me most and then of and then i talked about last week like the integrations of gameplay elements from Breath of the Wild with the Sheikah Slate, them finding a way to focus that and pull pull that into this Musou uh, style was impressive. So, you know, yeah. now I'm talking about it more, maybe I will pick it up. But we'll see. We'll see where we are. There's a lot coming come out. out. A lot coming out. <laughs> if it wasn't coming out um, when it was coming out, then that's... Right. You know, I, I will uh, say... Tom, uh, do you know Just Lunning at Inverse.com? Mm-hmm. You do? Uh, mm-hmm. I Yes. You might need to correct them because according to Inverse.com, it comes out November 20th here in the United States. Also, according to Nintendo.com, it comes out November 20th here in the United States. I was close. It? I was oh. close. <laughs> Fuck you, Tom. The first thing. Wait, but wait, now this is saying October 28th, unless this is the demo that they're counting on. Yeah, computer. that was the demo. Um, the first thing I, I came up when I typed in U.S. released was the Inverse article for me, Tom. <laughs> and I'm like, why was, why was December third? Why did I think? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it was really funny. You were so sure about it. <laughs> yeah, you, you like um actually me, dude. And we were I mean, both you were wrong. Also wrong. Yeah, you were both, we're both wrong. wrong. <laughs> you're, we're both just a bunch of assholes. Thing about dude. it is neither of you are correct. <laughs> you're both wrong. I love it. I love it so much. But um, that's like that's even like that's even tighter, I, dude. That's honestly, even if this closer. came out, if this was not coming out right after next generation consoles launched i would get it but there are games Mm -hmm. i've wanted to play on my xbox and i've just been like eh fuck it i'm just gonna wait till i don't have to deal with these loading times and like poor performance i have held off of jedi fallen order for so long which is coming to game pass so i'm gonna play the hell out of that i also haven't played it yet and i bought it (laughs) i bought it too i own it i started it like i started it up i barely touched it and then i was like i got pulled into something else and like i didn't yeah. play any of the control dlc stuff so i'm probably just gonna get it for the ps5 i'm probably gonna do the dumbass thing buy the ultimate mm-hmm. edition so i can get it so i can play it with like the you know the enhanced visuals and the ray tracing and like get the dlc so like yeah. uh, there's i'm gonna be playing too many other games um right but exactly. maybe the next time there's like a lull like probably around february right you know yeah, like just before be... destruction all stars comes out yeah, right around that time. That's the perfect time for something like this to come out. Yeah. I don't know um, why I thought it was December 3rd. I don't know. Immortal, so Immortals Phoenix Rising is launching then, so there are Maybe. games that are coming out. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, the last thing, I, I was very quick... But did you see that PS5 that overheated? It was at like a Walmart or it was maybe it was I think it was a Best Buy actually. They had it in um, 
a display case on plugged in but then it's just a completely sealed plastic box really? that it like barely fits into and Genius. it just and they, they go over to the screen it just says your playstation 5 is over here it's like a oh my god <laughs> one of the cool things uh that uh, i saw about the playstation 5 that they i think released today in a little video is that you can have you in the system settings you can set like game difficulty and like preference of graphical choice and it will boot every game that you play into that. So if you like playing on hard, the default in games will always be hard. If you want games to focus on resolution over performance, you can have them like default to that. I wish um, this reminds me of cool. the best yeah. feature ever that one of the best features Xbox ever had that just like went away. But it was like I could say like if I'm playing an FPS for these standard controls, I always want them set up this way. And then that was like a thing they had at one point and then they just mm-hmm. didn't. They didn't utilize it. I wish that was. <sighs> I wish they could get on board with that stuff. Um, all right, you guys want to play a game? More Let's play some games. We're gonna play. A game. I haven't played enough games this week. Let's play some more games. All right, today we're gonna play. Fucking rate that game game. Honestly. Game Busters. We're gonna play oh, Game Busters. God, I've got Matt, five for phrases treat. for you. Among oh, the phrases fine. are clues that might be um, homophones, so like it sounds like style clues, or I may leave a word out or use a different word and you have to replace it with a synonym. You got to figure out what it is. There's clues inside to then get you to the final game. Um, so you want to just think about those things. Um, all of the things you're looking for the actual answers are titles of games okay 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 so they're all they're all titles of games um i think i played this one before i played it i played it's it with a, you once i'm gonna win <laughs> so here's an example from a previous time we played just to refresh you is it maestro chef <laughs> it's no maestro chef was really good though that was like uh that conductor was also a cook right and it was like conductor is a maestro cook is a chef maestro is chef that... master chief yeah. uh this one is um wow that's a rather large boy carrying around your clubs isn't it large big boy carrying a, carrying around a clubs is a caddy big caddy big daddy that's, that's a stretch <laughs> no it's not <laughs> big, big caddy to big daddy big caddy to big daddy that's very simple that's very simple. I didn't, I didn't do... know I need to know my golf terms. Okay, that man didn't have any cards or cash. He said he left it in his car. I told him to leave the window cleaner and Windex until he can check out. That was Wallet Squeegee. Waluigi. Wallet, dude, Wallet Squeegee was fucking genius. <laughs> I forgave uh, you for so many sins when it comes to making these games for Wallet Squeegee. I think because you got it right. You were like, you were like, it has to be this. And if it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, think I, I think I went easy on these, to be honest. Um, so here we go. Here's this your week? first one. I think I did. Yeah, I think I went easy on these. Um, We'll just go on the honor system here. So just let me know when you have your answers, and then we'll we'll take turns. Uh, You're looking for a game. Those are some klutzy men. So is this? So it could be a metaphor, or they're never metaphors. If if there if there's like a metaphor in it, it could be accidental. It could possibly be throwing you off by accident. But all of the clues are either like synonym based or homophone based or um missing words so it's like either word replacement word synonym or word sound like clues uh this one has and 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 this has two clues in it essentially clumsy men clumsy men clumsy Clumsy. clutzy clutzy men 
Those are some klutzy men. For clumsy, it could be clumsy. Another term for men is, would be like boys, clumsy boys, <laughs> accident boys. Fuck guys. Well, okay, so you're supposed to tell me when you have your answer. Oh, did I mess up? You're playing against <laughs> each other. Oh, I thought it was teammates. Give it to De give it to give it to Matt. All right, did I get it? Is it is Fall Guys? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm glad Tom got an a, a chance to answer. Apologies, right. man. So the next Apologies. time, just let me know once you figured it out. You're just gonna think about it. Try not to work it out too much out loud, because then you know what? Let's just do this. You guys are gonna work together. Let's see if you can yeah, solve it. I think I think that's good. Let's, let's just let's do that. Yeah. Uh, that man masturbated into a cardboard cube. Okay, let's think about this. <laughs> so he masturbated. He. What's another term for masturbate? Jerk off. J okay, jerk uh, off. Uh, play into with a yourself. cardboard cube. Uh, a cardboard cube. A box. Jerk off box. Jerk off. Jerk off. <laughs> What's a cardboard cube? A box. <laughs> huh? Not a glory hole. We talking about? <laughs> broke his way uh, off. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Just shouted glory hole across the way. I mean, Jacoff I guess if you were jerking off into a box, you'd want to be a glory hole. Jacoff, Jacoff box. Jacoff. <laughs> Jacoff. All right, that bad masturbated. All right, so come, right? So he came, right? Came box. Game cube. He said cardboard cube. Wait, did you just say game cube? Game yeah. cube. <laughs> game cube. Well, it can't be cube because he used cube in the clue. So cardboard. Wait, so jerk off cardboard box. Is that what you no, said? Well, no, well, well, cardboard won't be in it because cardboard is a part of the clue. Of course. So cardboard cube, I guess, would be box. So I think box is. Oh, Jackbox. Oh, ja Jackbox. It's Jackbox. Yeah. That was good. Well done. Well done. That was Two good. for two. Wow, we were close. It's a jerk we off. Yeah. Oh. Jerk off box. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, all right. This next one. Uh, I always love going on haunted field rides. Uh, sorry, I, I always love going on Halloween haunted field rides, but the driver made a crude joke about his nuts when I asked him about his name. All right, haunted ride... Like corn maze, again, what a, hay ride, right? Hay I ride. always love going on Halloween haunted field rides, but the driver made a crude joke about his nuts when I asked him for his name. He made a crude joke about his nuts Bulls. when I asked him about his name. Conquer, conquer. Is it conquer's bad fur day? No, no, no. Hang on, let's think about this. Okay, so, okay, we what, what's, about a, what's a what's a what's a so it has to be like a hay ride, right? Isn't that the name of like a haunted field ride? What's the name of that? Like corn I, it's maze. A, Corn maze or a haunted hayride. But right, so hayride. Hay, okay, hayride. Hay and it, has, it might sound like hayride. Bowls, so. right, but the, let's get all of the words that we okay. think it is, and, okay. then we, and then you have to There's kind two of clues say in, them. In it. Again. There's two clues. Just so okay. you know. So, that, so, we, so this, is, this is the steps you have to take, Matt. You have to, think, <laughs> you have to, you have to try and figure out what all the words are, okay? Okay. And then you put them together and then you say them very quickly and then you decide what that <laughs> sounds like and then Oh, I think I got it. No way. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go I ahead. I think it's like Hayride. Okay. Right? Okay, Hayride. And then uh and then like he's a joker. So like Persona 5. No, that's not how this works. You didn't oh. understand the task. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't. 
<laughs> no, he made it, he made a crude joke about his balls when I asked him his name. All right, so that's the, that's the second half of this. He what, made a crude joke is, about his nuts. His nuts. Okay, conquer so he said it, right. He, He's a squirrel. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense in the first half. Ah, shit, you're right. So what's another term for nuts? It's like is it balls? Is it is it balls? Is it testicles? Hey, ride balls. <laughs> hey, ride balls. <laughs> All right, but the thing is, is like he asked him for his name. So what's that got to do with? Is 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 the fact that this person asked him the name a part of the clue, or is it just the balls? Hayride, Harry Balls. <laughs> Harry Balls. I love going on Halloween haunted field rides, but the driver made a crude joke about his nuts when I asked him for his name. Okay, there's th- we're missing a third part. No, he said this too. Oh. There's only two clues in it. When I asked him about his name, nuts. When I asked him about his name, they made a crude joke. Scary was nuts. balls. Is it just meant to be like scary spooky balls? Scary <laughs> <laughs> spooky balls. What are other terms for te- like te- I, mean, I don't think testicles is right because it just doesn't like, it can't be another word, you know? So it's ball. So he said nuts. So it's tes- testicle balls. Scrotum? No. Scrot. Scrot. Scary scrot. What, what Brooke, 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 asking an audience here? What did you say? What? Wavos? Did you know that this was? A... Oh yeah, cojones. <laughs> Wavos. Hayride hey, cojones. Uh, dude, I don't even. I don't even really know where to begin. I with can't. This one. We can't give up. Okay, one more time, Christian. All right. So there's, there's two parts of it. What? There's you know, there's only two parts of it that are a clue. Um, I love going on Halloween haunted field rides, but the driver made a crude joke about his nuts when I asked him for his name. Haunted field rides? What the fuck? Haunted field rides. Oh, wait, hear me out. Okay. The crude joke about the nuts. Mm-hmm. Is like this guy afraid of that? Is that a phobia? And then the spooky hairy ride, is it like, is it like, is that like, Phasmophobia? I don't know. How does this game work? Matt can't, Matt can't so get sorry. away from the context of the clue. Yeah, no. It's, yeah. It, I promise you, the it context is not of the clue. Deep. Yeah. I think there's like <laughs> only been a time or two where the context has matched the answer, and that's just because I was able to do it. But the context of the clue has less to do with it. And it's, okay, can you imagine if someone had a direct phobia of being asked their <laughs> name, <laughs> and their response was they're making a crude joke about their balls. <laughs> My God, I got no idea. I, 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 I guess we gotta take a guess. I, uh, what game are we gonna guess? You can guess any game. I know Dead Space. Three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so you got the first part right. Hey, ride. The second part. Uh, let's pretend I'm the driver. Tom, want to ask me a question? What's your name? D's. Hey, ride. D's nuts. <laughs> Hey Rides. Right. Hey Rides. Well, so Hey Ride Hades. is not the Hades. is not the clue. It's the clue Hades, is Hey. Yeah. Hey D's. Hey D's nuts. Hades <laughs> is the answer. <sighs> I was. There was another way to I give us Hey, and there was another way to. Give I mean, you got game. Hey. You got Hey. No, but I had Hey Ride. Well, but that's hey not on me. <laughs> that's not on me just because the 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 word that you replaced was field the word rides was already in the clue so there's no reason to include it in your answer oh man uh all right two more you're you're two for you're two for three uh that's way too big to be a mouse and look at these Nuts. droppings 
I'll have to get oh a sharp God. object. What? That some... wasn't even the end of it. What the fuck, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you, why did you pause for so long? It was so very clearly the end. <laughs> like, this I... is the fucking Odyssey, man. Oh, like, there's different stanzas and shit. Like, God. All right. <laughs> Try not to laugh. All right, all right, all right, all right. Because I honestly forgot what I wrote till I started. Yeah, no, it. I know that was apparent. <laughs> okay. That's way too big to be a mouse. And look at these droppings. I'll have to get a sharp object of some kind or a makeshift knife. All right. Okay, a rat is right. So way too big. This to be is mouse. three rat. clues. Right. Rat. So it's rat poo. Rat poo shank. Rat poo shank. Rat poo shank. Is it Rat Poo Shank, that famous <laughs> game we all love? <laughs> rapper, rapper, rap, 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 Jesus. I'm just going to let you know, rapper, just to be helpful for rapper, you, uh, for the sake of time, you have two of three clues correct. Great. The first two, is that we're, we're messing up on right. the last one. I think, I think Rat is correct, and I think Shank is correct. I think it could be another word for poo. Rat dump poo. Rat dump shank. Rat a poo. Rat a two. I read it to E2, Shank. <laughs> uh, okay, Rat Shank. What, can you read the second part again? I ever, I, is it droppings, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, poo, so poo. It might not dump. be poo related, dude, knowing Christian. It might be something completely like, no, like, no, no. like spoils, you know? No, it is poo. No, he no, just no, gave no, a. No. He gave shit. A, rat Shit Shank. Rat a, rat a Shank. Ratchet and Clank. You ratchet and Ratchet and Clank! Rat Shit Clank. Wait, what is it? What was Rat it? Ratchet Clank? Ratchet no. Shank. Ratchet Shank. <laughs> wow. Wow, Chris. That was impressive. Oh, you got it. Ratchet Shank. <laughs> Ratchet Shank. When you were like Rat Poo Shank, I'm like, oh, they're going to get this one. <laughs> Rat Poo Shank. <laughs> we have, we're at three out of four, dude. Three out of four. This is the last one. This is the last one. It's a single okay. sentence. Um, two clues. She's a badass chrome captain, but she's afraid of spiders. All right, so phasma. Phasmophobia. Boom. Boom. That's it. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop, baby. I we got the never, game. We have never, ever in the history of any of Chris's Guess What I'm Thinking games <laughs> gone something that fast. Like, off the bat, knew it immediately. It's never happened. This Woo! is a world's first. This is an unranked first right here on episode 244. It just clicked in that last one, guys. Just clicked how to play this game in that last one. Yeah, yeah it certainly go. did. Um, man. I think it helped that you had already guessed it for another game. But <laughs> yeah. that's the yeah. <laughs> when he said that, I was like, it's like, well, they're definitely getting that it's one. It's going to be on their brain, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Good times. That was fun. That was a nice, fun little game to play. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Why don't you actually go first? Tell people what's going on with you, where they can find some stuff that you're doing. Yeah, guys, uh, you can check me out on the Mass Effect Adventum podcast, uh, which is a tabletop RPG set in the Mass Effect universe. It's a lot of fun. We have some great guests, including like Joe Vinshire and Mark Mir. Uh Also check out UFC, Ultimate Visual Parenting Podcast with me and Christian and Emily Rose Jacobson. And uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Let's, yeah, let's keep uh, up well, your social because you're, you're always doing random Random gigs. I have a fandom yeah. article that just came out. Uh, it's like a celebrating Bowser's 35th. You can check that out. Um, let's just talk games, dude. Let's oh, yeah. Games. Tom. Uh, great Brit Tom on each and every platform. 
go follow me on uh, Twitch. Go uh, sign up on Discord for the um, extra live stream. I'm at Christian and Queer Humes. We're at the Unranked Podcast. Until next time, stay unranked. And uh, you mean suck it, this gen. Yeah, suck it, this gen. Fucking next gen. Fuck you, Xbox One. Fucking retro Xbox One. One.